Welcome to Spring the Beacon with Ryan Rieger. Today we're playing Lego, and Daddy has other dice stay on my play Lego. Hey guys, welcome back to the Streams of Income radio show. I'm your host, Ryan Rieger, and today we're talking with my friend Chris Abbott of Church Marketing University. Chris is awesome. He has a great testimony. You're going to love his story of how he started out in youth ministry and God called him into business. And he was like, what in the world, God? I don't know anything about business. My heart is here. I'm serving you here. And so if you've ever gone through a transition, God's called you to do something that's kind of a little outside your comfort zone, you're going to love this episode because he gets some great tips just about how to do that and how to step out. And I took a lot of notes. One thing he said that was just powerful is that, you know, people are waiting on the other side of your faithfulness. So if God's called you to do something, just start. It doesn't have to be perfect. He said, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to mess up and that's okay, but you're being obedient. Obey, obey quickly. Whatever God tells you to obey quickly. I, I learned a lot from him. Um, he's got an awesome uh, business called Church Marketing University. If you want to find him on YouTube, his name is Chris Abbott, A-B-B-O-T-T. Uh, if you are growing a ministry or a church, I highly recommend you check out his content. They're doing a great job affecting a lot of lives, blessing a lot of ministries. I know you're going to love this interview. Here it is. Chris, welcome to Streams of Income, man. Man, Ryan, thanks so much for having me on the show, bro. Glad to have you. Good to finally meet you, Travis. Uh, my buddy, who uh, he's been on the podcast, of course, talks so much about you and the influence that you've been on him and vice versa. So it's cool to finally connect online. I know we've met in person at Funnel Hacking Live. Yeah. The first time. Yeah. Do you always go to those? Uh, man, every year, bro. It's, it's like the one conference I make sure that I'm at every single year, no matter what. I plan the rest of my year around that. So yeah, that's uh, yeah, I think I think this was the fifth time I've been there this year. Yeah. So cool. By this the is way, your first time, right? With, uh, was my first time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Awesome. God plus hustle. So what that right. reminds me of, a, um, I think it's, uh, I don't know if it's St. Francis of Assisi, or there's a quote that I mention often that says, uh, Pray like it all depends on God and work like it all depends on you. Yeah. That reminds me of that. And so it's like God's grace that. is here. He's helping us, but it doesn't mean we just sit back, relax, and let him do it all. We have to, we have to take action. It's also that's also another thing I say is God can't direct a parked car. So uh, uh, that's good, bro. I like it. You gotta you gotta move, you've got to build your business, but you have we have the um and I could preach here too. We have the cheat code, I think, of the Holy Spirit who's with us and gives us wisdom and all that. So, bro, that's that's it. I, I love, you know, Deuteronomy 28 2, and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord, right? But that's a conditional promise. You still have to obey the voice of the Lord, right? So it's not like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do what God told me to do, right? Or I'm just taking my sweet time. Oh, right. all these blessings will come upon you and overtake you, right? right? But you have to obey the voice of the Lord. So, mm. Yeah, there's there's a there's a little bit of work on our part, man. It is, yes. Um, all right, well, I want to hear your story, and I definitely feel free to preach too because I, I love love talking about my faith, and I people that listen to me know that I give God the credit. Of course, I work, I work hard, but I enjoy what I do, and I um, you know, he's he's blessed me. So, but I want to hear your story, and feel free to tell me how how God's blessed you guys too. So, tell me, just take me back to wherever you want to take me. 
Yeah, yeah. So, man, it's it's interesting. I um, so I, I got saved when I was like 13 years old, right? So, like, I knew. Uh, I, I remember I I've been saved for about a month, and like, I got like radically saved, right? Like, I I just I just started telling everybody, right? Because like like I wasn't even like embarrassed about my faith. I didn't even know you should be embarrassed, right? Like, so I was just I was just like you know I was I was the. Uh, uh, on, on the football team, right? So like guys would get injured and I just lay hands on them on the sidelines and yeah. pray for them to get healed. And sometimes they would, which is crazy, you know, like, and then uh, like, I just started like leading prayers before and after the game, right? Just like, and I just lead my friends in the center's prayer because it's just like, oh, that's what you're supposed to do, right? That's what you, Pastor, told me to do. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like, so it was, it was awesome. And I remember a, about a month in, I was just like, Lord, I'm only 13. Like, if you just tell me what I should do with my life, mm-hmm. then like, I'll know exactly what I should do. And I can just start, training for that now at 13 as opposed yeah. to trying to figure it out once I get my twenties or something. Oh, okay. And uh, so I remember I, I was sitting there and I was, I was reading the Bible uh, and, uh, and all of a sudden like I looked down and it was Ryan. It, it's weird. This is the only time it's ever happened. It was almost like cartoon letters, right? Like you've ever like look at a cartoon where it's like, you know, like, and like words that like, kind of jumped off the page at me and yep. it said, preach the word. And I was like, got it. Right. Like I'm supposed to be a preacher. Here we go. So I basically like for, you know, all of all of high school, um, like, man, I went to Oral Roberts University uh, and uh, and majored in theology. Right. Uh, with a concentration in youth ministry. Right. So I was like, man, I was, I was going to go uh, I was going to go be uh, be a preacher. And so that's that's my background. Like I I, I got a, I did a full time ministry internship at, at, at my church at Gus Church, uh-huh. uh, you know, and just I was I was a full time pastor for five years. I was in youth ministry for 15. Like I just wow. ministry was my life. It was my world. And that's all I planned on doing. Like even when I was a youth pastor, I just thought, OK, the next step is probably to become like an executive pastor somewhere and eventually a senior pastor. Yeah. Um, and so the, the Lord kind of hijacked my world. Um, I was I was doing like an extended like a 40 day uh, fast, like a, like a Daniel fast. And um uh, you know, just fruits and vegetables in uh, the, the beginning of 2014. Uh, I was on, on staff at uh, at a church, and uh, and the Lord told me like, "Hey, the next season of your life is going to be business, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so get ready, pack your bags, right? It's not yet, but you're going soon." And uh, and he said, "Oh yeah," because he said the the place I have for you is not ready yet. And I was just like, uh-huh. "What business? Like this is it? I've been working my whole life to get in ministry. I'm here. We've arrived. Like we're crushing it." Yeah. You know, like, like, you know, we uh, doubled the youth group in the first 90 days when I got oh. there, uh, tripled it, you know, in the, uh, within the first year. I mean, like we were, it was, you know, we, we're reaching tons of kids and that kind of stuff. It was awesome. Yeah. I'm like, wow. going to business. Um, and so <laughs> anyway, I just, I, you know, I was like, okay, Lord. So I just started diving in and, and learning online marketing and learning things. Right. And so I, I'd figured out at that point, I was like, man, um, you know, again, this was kind of, you know, late 2013, early 2014, I, I was just looking at, at trends and I noticed that everything was going towards social media. And I was like, okay, this is where marketing is going to go, right? Yeah. Now, sure, now now it sounds obvious, right? But like, like, like to me, I was like, oh my gosh, right? And like a tail in 2013, I was like, everything's going to Facebook, right? And they just launched these new yeah. Facebook ads and everything. So I just decided, all right, I'm going to take all of 2014. I'm going to become a social media marketing expert. Now, I laugh at that now, right? Because the algorithm's probably changed twice since you and I started talking, right? But but at the time, like that 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 seemed like a a, a good idea, and so I just I just studied all of 2014, right? Lord spoke to me. I was like, okay, I just studied uh, social media marketing, and um, you know, so it, it was uh, it was yeah, I, I ended up starting a. Uh, on our web design company and did that for a couple of years and just was kind of doing some of the social media marketing stuff on the side. Because to me, the the reason, the reason social media marketing mattered is I was like, okay, if this is the way that the marketing world is going, this is the way that the church has to go, Mm. right? Like this is how the church is going to reach people moving forward. And so I need to figure it out, right? So that we can, we can reach people online. Mm. 
Mm. Um, and that's so that's you know, but that was that was wow. just kind of more of a hobby. I was doing the web design thing, and I uh, in 2016 I went on a uh, a podcast um, and just talking about Facebook ads for churches because I had a couple of like cool things that happened. I was just posting like online Facebook groups, like, hey. Dude, if you guys aren't using Facebook ads yet, like, man, I just ran it for this church over here. And man, yeah. there are 120 people. They spent 79 bucks on Facebook ads. Uh, and we got, uh, you know, 47 new visitors on a single Sunday. Right. And I was like, and I just kept posting that stuff. And they're like, and people were like, dude, what did the ad look like? And I just screenshot it. Like, what did your landing page look like? And I screenshot that. And so anyway, um, I got invited to go on a podcast and it was, so this is, uh, you know, tail end of 2016. The funny thing is it was at the time, at least, uh, it was the largest podcast in kind of like the church marketing space. And so, um, I, I went on there and I, you know, I had four church clients that I was running Facebook ads for. And when that episode went live, I went from four clients to 30, wow. or excuse, uh, four clients to 25 in 30 days. Right. So all of a sudden, you know, and so, you know, at that Power point was, on podcasts. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like it was, wow. it was like, you know, and, and I had no idea what I was doing. Right. So it was like, like literally like at the end, I was the first podcast I'd ever been on. Uh, uh-huh. And it was just like, uh, he's like, Chris, you know, how can, how can, you know, guys get hooked up with you? And I was like, oh, well, you know, if you, uh, if you're interested in having me, you know, run your Facebook ads or something like that, you know, just, just uh, shoot me an email. Right. And I just like, I didn't have anything. So I just like put my email there. And it was just like, man, I woke up the next day and my email was like, Poof. wow. Like, all these churches. And so that uh, is anyway, awesome. Was, can I ask you a question going back to yeah. when, God, you said hijacked, I love that word, and told you you're going into business. Um, how did you, 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 you stepped over probably a bunch of steps that happened or things yeah. or a bunch of prayer that happened of when you went, you, you heard the word business to where it turned into social media. So walk yeah. me through like um, the steps you went through, like you said you dove into, um, you dove into business, but how did you how did you kind of know what I'm getting at is that people, people listen and know that they're supposed to go a certain direction. They kind of yeah. have a very broad direction. It's almost like God tells you to go North. Okay, great. North for you in Tulsa, that could be Minneapolis, Minnesota. It could be Boston. It could be sure. Indianapolis. It could be Canada. Sure. <laughs> so how do you know where, how did you know at that point where to jump into business wise when you heard the word business? Yeah. Yeah. Great question, man. I got, you know, I, I think, I think it's interesting. I think the thing, and we kind of talked about this with the, uh, you know, God plus hustle, right. And, and, and us, uh, obeying quickly. I think, I think that's the most important part is when the Lord, excuse me, when he gives you direction, you have to obey quickly. Uh, right. And this isn't always easy, but it's like, if the Lord tells you to go North, the first thing you do is start walking. And then you say, Hey God, like which, which direction, where am I going? Right. Like, uh, what most people want to do is like, Phew. North. Okay. I got to start where it's like, man, let me pack a bag. What kind of shoes do I need? Right. It's like, man, let me go on Amazon and search shoes. Right. Like, uh, you know, and it's like, but the first thing you have to do is just be obedient. Right. Like, yes. um, again, it, it's simple. It's not easy. Right. Yes. So it's like, I, I think, uh, most of the, you know, in, in good to great, Jim Collins talks about getting the right people on the bus and the wrong people off the bus. Once you get the right people on the bus, then you can figure out the right seats and you can figure out where the bus is actually going. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, I think, I think in our, in our walk with the Lord or even just in, um, in starting a business, right. The first thing is just start, right. Yes. You're like everybody, everybody makes pivots, right. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, that's, that's just, that's just how, how it is. So you're going to make strategic pivots along the way and there's no way for you to accurately predict what those are. So the best thing is just to start, right. Which is, uh, you know, you got to punch fear in the face, uh, John Acuff, punch fear in the face, start, actually just get out there. Yes. Um, man. So, so that, that's what I did. I was just like, okay, well, I I'd learned how to build ch- uh, uh, websites like WordPress websites, because my pastor came into my office one day and was just like, dude, 
we're locked out of our website. Like we had a volunteer who built the website. Um, he gave it to us, but he moved away. Now we can't get back in. We can't get a hold of him. All right. It was like July and like, we still had like Christmas stuff on the website. Right. So um, he's like, I need you to learn how to build websites and I need it done yesterday. I'm like, that's not an easy thing, bro. Right. And I was already like the youth pastor, the worship leader, like the graphic designer, right. Like now I got to go be the web designer too. Um, so, you know, so I just thought when I was like, okay, business, well, I guess, you know, I'd, I'd learned how to build WordPress websites at that point. Um, and it, you know, after a couple of redesigns, like that, we got actually got the website looking pretty good. And then a couple of churches going to say, Hey, who built your website? I'm like, well, actually I did. And they're like, dude, can you build me one? Nice. So I was like, well, I guess that's already good- had that experience in doing something that you knew was valuable. And so you just kind of honed in on that because that's where you, that's what you knew. That's, that's it. That's it. Right. It's like, it's like, what's in your hand. Right. Yeah. So I was like, I've never, I've never done business stuff before. I never started a business. So I was like, well, the thing that's in my hand right now that I know how to do uh, is ministry. Right. But if I'm going into business, it's like, well, I do, I do have this skill set of, of building websites. So I just started building websites. Now I didn't know how to sell them. I didn't know how to generate leads. I didn't know how to close leads. I didn't know sales or any of that kind of stuff, but it, but I did at least know I should, I should all at least start with websites. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that that's what I did. So for a little over two years, I had a, I had a web design business, um, and I just kind of, you know, we went through some strategic pivots, but I just kind of started uh, there. Let me. You've kind of already hit this, but speak to the people that are listening that they know that God's told them to go a certain direction, but they're they are shopping on Amazon looking for the right <laughs> shoes. They're looking for the right bag. They're not they're not stepping out because it's either you know that scripture in Ecclesiastes that talks about. You know, if you uh, if you consider the wind, you're you're never going to sow. They, yep. they look at the economy and like, ah, oh, this is not a good time. I'll wait. Or um, they in, in the back of their head, they know God's told them to go a certain direction, but they're waiting for the yep. perfect time, the perfect situation, or they just don't feel like they know enough about. They want more information from God, but they're not really getting it. All they have is just that one word. So encourage right. that person and also maybe kick them in the pants <laughs> lovingly. Well, so- the, the the first thing that I would say, right, is that, man, there are people on the other side of your faithfulness. Oh, that's so good. Yes. Right. There, there are people on the other side of your faithfulness. So the the longer you wait, the longer they stay stuck. Mm. And I think I think that's the hard thing. I I, I had the benefit of um, I, had, I had a buddy of mine as a pastor and he called me up one day. I still remember on the highway where I was. I think I was driving home from the church or something. I'd helped him with a bunch of marketing stuff. I would built his website, designed his logo, helped him with a bunch of Facebook ads and stuff. And he kept telling me, dude, you need to offer this to the church world. I was like, yeah, 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 I know, bro. He's like, no. And he'd been telling me this for like months. So he finally called me up one day and he cussed at me <laughs> to get my attention. Yeah. He's just like, you need to start your effing business, which did get my, I'm like, whoa, hey, pastor, like, relax, uh, right? Uh, and he's like, he's like, do you know, he's like, there are churches that will close their doors this year because you're not walking in your gift. Wow. He's like, you know, and he's like, man, how many thousands or tens of thousands of people will they not reach with the gospel because you didn't get off your butt and start your business, right? And I was like, God, right? So it kind of, kind of got my my attention, yes. right? It's just, you know, I mean, uh, you know, and, and I I didn't know the statistics now uh, then, but I, I know now that uh, you know, on average, eight thousand churches every single year close their doors, right? And I just think it's like, man, uh, you know, like if if um, you know, if every single one of them is is, is reaching a hundred people, was that uh, eighty thousand people? Right? That uh, no, hundred eight eight hundred hundred thousand eight hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, eight hundred thousand people that would um, wow. you know that were that were not reaching right because you know because I was afraid of what people would say if I started posting on social media or something. Yeah. You know, so yeah. um, 
I, I think I think that's the the biggest thing, right? So there's people on the other side of your faithfulness. I mean, like you know, like the and 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 it's not only the people that you're going to help too, right? Like like the people that uh, that I now employ, like like now that I have like a business, like I was able to hire my best friend. Uh, right. I mean, we've been we've been best friends since college. Right. Like 22 years. Uh, and he didn't have a job and, and needed a job. But he's like like he's got like a master's. He's one of the smartest people I've ever met. Right. So I was just like, yeah, come over here. Like, I need help. Right. Like so now we're helping him and his family and all the people that we work for. We're taking our whole team to Hawaii in uh, in February. Right. And all the spouses and all the kids. So nice. there are people on the other side of your job family. openings for me. I can 100 <laughs> percent, bro. We're always hiring good people, man. I just want to go to Hawaii. Uh, that's uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's it. Right. Like, but, but you know, all of that is because man, like I, I punched fear in the face and finally just started. And so I think you know, like, like the, the longer we wait, right. We kind of get into that like analysis paralysis, right. Where it's like, ah, like you're, you're afraid to take the wrong step. Uh, right. But I think it was um, Mark Twain. who said the man who grabs a cat by the tail knows 80% more about cats than the man who doesn't. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, like meaning you just have to freaking start right like just uh just 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 start with like you're you, like you are going to screw it up you are going to do some of the right stuff you're supposed to that's how you learn that's how we all learn right like that's how like when you started your business i'm sure you made a bunch of mistakes now you know the things not to do yeah. but making them those mistakes there's a lot of people like hey make sure you don't do this and you're like yeah, yeah, yeah whatever right like they can try to shortcut the process and and the, like, but then it's not until you make that mistake and it causes you a bunch of pain. You're like, oh yeah, I probably should separate my business account and my personal account because yeah. now like, we're in the negative and I didn't know that. Like, okay, now I see why people told me to do that, right? So it's like, right. then you, it's like, oh, let me get an LLC, right? And you know, all, all that kind of stuff. So anyway, I, but that's the, the biggest thing is just to start and just embrace the fact that you're going to screw up. You're going to do some things wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but literally like, like everything in life is tuition. And so, man, like you're just paying tuition for your education and you're figuring it out as you go, but you got to start. Everything in life is tuition. That's so good. Also, what about this is a, you've probably been asked this before, or thought about this before, before you have a heart for God, obviously. So before you were doing quote ministry, and now God's calling you to business. And I, I realized that my business is my ministry. But did you have any struggle at the beginning of that when you're like, but God, I'm serving you. And if I go into the business world, that's the that's the evil negative world of business. <laughs> and that's the ba- that's where all the bad people are. And now I'm, do- I'm doing something holy here over there is unholy. I know that's not true. But did you have a struggle with that at all? A hundred percent, bro. And I, so I've never talked to a single person who left ministry to go out of business who didn't struggle with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Like, I think, I think it's one of the hard things because when you're in ministry, that feels like, right. That feels like the calling. That's the thing. That's right. the pinnacle. So anything right. else feels like a step down. Yes. Right. And like, and I didn't even understand what marketplace ministry is and that kind of stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, uh, so, so it just, yeah, like it, it felt like, wait, why would I take a step down? Like I'm already here. Like this is, this is the top, this is it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? And, and so like, like you said, I realized that like my business is my ministry. Right. And, and, and for me, like I spent like, I specifically help churches and pastors and that kind of stuff. So there's that really cool correlation, but it's like, man, we also help the families uh, that work for us. Right. And all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. you know, like, like our, our, our kids are going to grow up, you know, like I've read studies about the impact because they say like, if you, uh, if you, if, if kids have parents who uh, like work multiple jobs and they're gone all the time. Uh, right. And they're, um, you know, they, they just, they, they travel a lot. They're working a lot. It basically has uh, almost zero statistical impact on the kid's development, right? Like they understand like, my, my dad works a lot. My mom works a lot. Uh, right. She's providing for the family, but for the kids that have parents who go to jobs that they hate 
and come home and bring that home, they're 80% more likely to be bullies at school. Really? Uh, like, wow. so it has this like massive, massive effect on like their, their, uh, you know, their, their developmental, right. I guess like their brain and all kinds of stuff. Um, so it's like, man, like all the people that work for me, right. Are never going to go through that. My kids are never going to go through that. Like I might get stressed sometimes. We might work some long hours sometimes. Right. But like, but they also like, like, like I, I'm, I'm careful too, not to, not to say too much like, Hey, I'm going to work. It's like, it's like, Oh man, like, how do you, why do you have to work? It's like, man, buddy, I got to help people. Right. It's like, man, like, do you understand? Like, like, and I tell me there's, there's, there's people on the other side of my faithfulness, right? Yes. So there's people on the other side of your faithfulness, man. So like, like I have to do what I'm called to do and God has called me to help churches. And so because of that, right. And we'll, you know, like, look how many people were, you know, we're, we're helping and all this kind of stuff. Right. So it's yeah. cool. Both, both my kids started businesses recently. Yes. Like, oh, this is cool. Like, man, we'll do this. Like, dude, my, my son started, like he bought, a, he got, well, he just took all the sodas and waters out of our fridge and then like put them in a cooler and went out and sold them on like a hot day in the summer. But like the, the kid made like 250 bucks in like three days. And I was like, dude, like I didn't make 250 bucks working at Applebee's back in college in three days. Like I didn't make that in two weeks. Like it's, uh, it's, it's crazy. My, my daughter actually with Travis's daughter, uh, they started making these bra- like these bracelets right here. Right. Uh-huh. Cost them less than a penny to make one. They sell them for a dollar a piece. They made $42 the first day they went out. And like, That's awesome. You know, Dude, like my daughter's seven, right? But they have no fear, right? So like, yeah. like, uh, you know, my son who's ten, like, set up like you know, he went to like the pool in our neighborhood and like set up a a table and like set up you know one dollar drinks and people came up to them. But like those little girls, they just go up and just like knock on every door and they're like, "You want to buy a bracelet for a dollar?" Uh, you know. And so I mean, they they like, and then they got into competition because Zoe'd come back and she'd be like, "Chase, my business makes more money than your business," uh, you know. So. Anyway, it's just it's cool because now we're raising young entrepreneurs, yes. right? It's, you know, so it's 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 going to change the trajectory of my family culture, mm. right? And 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 the kids that I'm raising, but it's because I just stepped up into what God told me to do, and now I wouldn't like I couldn't even imagine doing anything else. But when the Lord first told me to do that, at the beginning of 2014, like I'm not kidding, Ryan, I was devastated, bro. Like I was like, like it like. For like a couple of weeks, like I, it took me a while to get on board because I was like, I don't, yeah. I don't even want to be in business. Why would you call me to do that, Lord? Right? But the amount of like ministry opportunities it's opened up now, right? Like I just didn't realize he was just moving me from one ministry to another. But yeah. at the time, I thought it was a demotion, right? Mm, wow, you're having a. I would venture to say you're having a greater impact in numbers with what you're doing now. Had you stayed around as a youth pastor? Yeah. Yeah, that's I, I, something, something that's kind of cool. You know, I, I started a, a YouTube channel here uh, about a year and a half ago, um, just helping churches with, you know, church marketing, church growth, that kind of stuff. Well, one of the things like kind of th- that I didn't plan on doing at all, a couple of them, you know, you know, like I've got like 250 videos out there. So, you know, you talk about all this, you know, church marketing, church growth, social media, kind of get bored of talking the same thing all the time. So I was just, I did a couple of videos just on youth ministry, like, hey, here's some of the things I did to grow my, my youth ministry. Yeah. And I, I can't even tell you how many hundreds of youth pastors have like found those videos. And then they're like emailing me and like commenting on them, like, dude, thanks so much. These, That's these ideas awesome. are fire. Like, like youth pastors reach out to me all the time. Like, dude, can we just hop on a call? And like, let me just like, you know, I'm trying to grow my youth group and stuff. So it's like, yeah. dude, like I, I had such a heart for youth ministry. I was in it for 15 years. Now I'm helping the youth pastors who will go help those kids. And so I'm having a much wider impact yes. than I ever had if I just stayed in youth ministry, helping out, you know, 150, 175 kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting when you just trust God. Yes. Uh, 
you know, he knows what he's doing. So. That's so cool. Okay. So back to your story, you uh, started you doing websites and you started doing social media. How did all that turn into what you're doing now at Church Marketing University? Yeah. So it was, it was really interesting. I, um, I ended up going, so I had, had that, that business building, uh, websites from 2014 to, uh, 2016. Mm-hmm. And in 2016, uh, uh, my church, Guts Church, um, where, where I'm at now. Uh, so I, I, I'd come back to Guts after I left staff in that other one, uh, that other church in 2014. So been, been coming, you know, I went to Guts for 10 years. I was gone for five and then I've been back for seven years or eight years, whatever it's been now. But so I, I came back there and they contracted me to rebuild the website. So I went in there like once a, once a week, spent the day in the office, rebuilt the website. And then afterwards they're like, Hey, we love the website. It was a huge project. So it took several months. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like, man, we want you to, um, come on board as the, the marketing and media director. I was like, no, nah, I'm not trying to go back into ministry. Like I've, I've got a business. I, I finally figured out how to sell high ticket websites. I'm actually making some decent, you know, yeah. money. Um, but I interviewed for it, uh, just cause like, well, I gotta at least be faithful. I prayed about it and I was like, oh my gosh, gosh, darn it. I like, I, I knew I was supposed to, to do it. And what's, what's funny is that the short version is basically this. I was praying about it. I felt like the Lord said, read Genesis 26. And I was like, Genesis 26. And I had this thought, I don't know if I've ever read Genesis 26. So I opened it up. I read about it talking about Isaac, like sowing and famine and, and receiving like a hundredfold return, right? And all this stuff. And I was like, I literally, I read the whole chapter, bro. And I closed the Bible and I was like, well, I guess I missed it. I, that doesn't pertain to my situation at all. So whatever. And literally the next day I'm riding in the car with Travis yeah, uh, and, and we're talking about, he's like, dude, you can take the job. I was like, I don't know, man. I prayed about it. I don't, he goes, dude, he's like, you keep looking at it in the natural. He's like, but you got to look at it like Isaac did, man. Remember in, in Genesis 26, he sowed in famine, uh, right? And he received a hundredfold return. And I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, bro, just yesterday, the Lord told me to read Genesis 26. I didn't understand it. And then Travis like said that. And I was like, gosh, so <laughs> I called my wife. I was like, I'm supposed to take the job. And uh, so I, I did that and, and, and went on staff at the church. And so the, the biggest thing that happened was now that I was going on, on staff at church, I didn't have time to build all the websites and stuff. I still had to have a, a business on the side just yeah. to pay the bills. And so I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll transition over and I'll start running Facebook ads for churches because that's something I can still do on the side. I won't have the time to build websites. Yeah. Um, right. And that was, uh, and so like literally while I was going through that was when I went on that, uh, that first podcast. And I guess I, I told the story wrong earlier. That first podcast I went on, and it ended up like, so it, it uh, we recorded in like October uh, of 2016. It went live in 2017 in January. So the first episode of the new year. And uh, and, the, and the guy reached out to me like um, uh, a month later. He's like, dude, I never do this. I have to have you back on the show. People are going crazy. We're getting emails all the time. He's like, it's the most downloaded episode in the history of the show. It was already like the number one show in like the church communications, church marketing space, right? Wow. So, and I was just like, what? Like it, it was, it was, it was crazy to me. So on that second one, I was smart enough that time to at least be like, oh yeah, hey, if you want me to run your Facebook ad, shoot me an email. And that's when things just exploded, right? Also, and I ended up with twenty five clients. Um, and so again, kind of you know, short story long. Uh, when I uh, 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 during that time, I met my now business partner, who is uh, Ryan Wakefield. He was one of the first guys that reached out to me in the space and said, hey, I see you, you know, kind of posting on there. I heard your your interview, you know, Brady show. That was amazing. I just want to introduce myself. I own a, a company called Church Marketing University. Uh, man, love what you're doing. Right? If, if I can help it at all, man, just just say the word. And so we just kind of became friends and just started doing stuff. We we started meeting about once a month, me, him, and a guy named Tyler Smith who runs Text and Church, just to kind of compare notes on like what we were doing in our businesses and all stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, I eventually started a uh, started a church network through my church. 
Uh, and so we were uh, just teaching churches a lot of this kind of stuff, how to use digital marketing. And so Ryan and I just kept trying to figure out how to work together for like years. Yeah. You know, and, uh, we even like went to a couple conferences together. Like he, he was driving from Kansas City down to Dallas, right? Your neck of the woods. He was like, hey, I'm, dri- I'm, I'm driving right through Tulsa. Why don't I just scoop you up tomorrow on my way? And we'll just go to Dallas for a couple of days. I'm speaking at this conference. You can stay in the hotel with me and we'll just hang out and dream about Jesus. Yeah. Like, yeah, let's do it. So, um, so we got to know each other really, really well. And then last summer, uh, so I, at the time I had a, a company called Ch- the, the Church Growth Agency, where we were running Facebook ads and chatbots for for churches. Yeah. And uh, so he called me up last summer and just said, "Dude, man, we've been trying to work together for five, six, seven years." He's like, "Man, what if we just combine our companies, create one giant super company, and just help a million churches?" Wow. I was like, "No, like, what, what would that even look like?" He's like, "I don't know, but everything's figure outable, right? We can figure out the details." So, uh, so you know, it took the better part of uh, of you know four, five, six months to kind of figure out all the details. Yeah. But in January of 2022, we signed the paperwork. We officially became partners. We so cool. uh, we, we went with the name Church Mark University uh, just and kind of stuck with, with, with CMU. And then we launched a new program inside of CMU called Grow. Uh, and that program has just exploded. Mm-hmm. So we've got over 2,000 churches in CMU now. We've got over 400 churches in the Grow program. Uh, is and- Grow, is that your mem- monthly membership program? Yeah, yeah. So we 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 just we went all in on monthly recurring revenue, right? So we have CMU Pro, which is ninety seven dollars a month. Uh, some of the churches that are smaller or you know have uh, need scholarships can get a scholarship, uh, you know, as low as twenty seven bucks a month, right? And that's just all. It's online courses and and coaching to kind of help with that. And then we launched Grow, which is uh, essentially it's it's. Uh, managing like the the google pro uh google grant um okay. uh, pro yeah. management right so you yeah. you get ten thousand dollars a month right church can get ten thousand dollars a month in free google ads and yeah. so we uh, we run those for church so we've got a bunch of other stuff in the program but mostly it's that right it's, you pay 397 dollars a month and then you get ten thousand dollars a month in google ads and we you know send a bunch of new people to your to your church on sunday that's so that's awesome yeah it's been that's cool so so cool give us uh, let's pretend i'm a pastor and we're like on a discovery call and I'm trying and I'm uh, wanting to join your program, but I got just got some questions. Like I'm sure you guys have some lead magnets and stuff. I saw, yeah. I get your emails and they're you know, very good. Um, Thanks, what are some tips you would give somebody that, that you would give away that, that they're, they're like, wow, that stuff's so good. I wonder what their paid stuff's like. So give me some tips for growing my church. Yeah. So uh, the, the first thing I do is I just send everybody to the YouTube channel. I'm like, Hey, there's anything you want to learn that you need to know, like I've got on the, on the YouTube channel. Right. But uh, specifically, I mean, the best thing, like the best thing that you need to do is, uh, is, is you need to go on what, like what we call ministry first marketing. Right. So what most churches do is they just kind of lead with marketing. Right. So it's like, Hey, we're just going to go invite everybody. Right. If they're even concentrating on any type of marketing outreach. Right. A lot of people don't even know how to get outside the four walls of their church, but if they do, they're like, okay, let's go advertise in the newspaper or on TV if they have some money or maybe radio commercials or something like that. Right. The problem is, uh, like nobody reads the newspaper anymore. Uh, right. Like man, TV commercials, everybody has DVR so they can fast forward to the commercials. The, like I do this sometimes when I speak at, uh, I stole this from Gary Vaynerchuk, but I do this when I speak at conferences. I'll just say, okay, I'm just curious, right. How many of you guys out there, like, uh, don't watch TV commercials, right. Everybody like raise their, their hand. I'm okay. How many of you guys, uh, have not watched a single TV commercial the entire year. And it's almost the entire room still has their hand up, wow. right? The only, the only time people watch TV commercials is the Super Bowl, right? That's yeah. it. Um, so anyway, right. You know, and, and, and nobody listens to the radio. We all listen to Spotify or Apple music, right? Like an yeah. adult. Why would, why would we listen to the radio? So, um, so it, it's, it, it's, it's, uh, but that's, that's, they kind of go to, to old school traditional media, 
Yep. Or they'll try direct mail. Problem with direct mail is direct mail has an expected rate of return of a quarter of a percent, right? Mm. Like, Ryan, you're a businessman. What in life has an acceptable rate of return of a quarter of a percent? Nothing, right? Like, right. Uh, you know, it's 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 ridiculous. And so yeah. uh, it, it's it's not ineffective. It's just overpriced, right? Direct yeah. mail, just you know, uh, it, it just yeah. doesn't work. I have a, a pastor friend of mine spent $9,000 on a mailer and got two visitors. Mm. I was like, wow. So, And he was like, well, yeah, it worked. It just didn't work that well. I'm like, it worked? You paid $4,500 per visitor. You think you could have walked up? Do you think you could have found, found like two visitors on the street and paid them $4,500 a piece to come to church on Sunday? Mm. Right? Like, oh, dang. I was like, could you have found nine visitors? and paid him a thousand dollars right 18 visitors paid him 500 bucks a piece to come to church he's like stop it man i hate you right like um but that same dude ended up he got nine visitors spending 50 bucks on facebook ads right so um but i think you know so you you have to figure out the medium but the 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 most the the biggest problem the biggest mistake that people make is they they lead uh they lead with marketing first Mm. right one of the fastest growing churches in the 90s was a pastor. What he did uh, was he was kind of like from the streets. So when he got saved, he started his church. He just, all he knew was the streets. So he like, literally, he was like, man, I would just go to the gas station down the street from the church mm-hmm. on Friday and Saturday night. And I'll pump people's gas. And while I was pumping their gas, I'd say, Hey man, how, how can I pray for you? Right. People were like, dude, it's the, the gas station attendant guy. Like want to pray for me. Right. It's like, right. I don't know. My marriage kind of sucks. He'd be like, cool. Let me pray for your marriage. And like, he'd start praying for their marriage. And then in the middle of it, he's like, uh, matter of fact, John, why don't you pray with me? Right. Dear God, I give you my life. Right. Like wow. and he, would just, he would just lead them in the sinner's prayer. Right. And some of them just thought it was weird and they would dri- drive off. And then some of them would start break down crying and, you know, all kinds of stuff. And it's like, but what happened is like every single weekend he was praying for like two or 300 people every single week. Yeah. Uh, right. And, and so like, some of those people would say, dude, why are you doing this? Like, do you work for the gas station? So, nah, I pass the, right, uh, the church right down the street. <laughs> like, well, what time's church on Sunday? Right. So because of that, like he ended up like he had one of the fastest growing churches in the 90s. He got featured on MTV. He got featured in Rolling Stone magazine. Uh, he had like a, a, a TV show where they're airing like the service like late night on like Friday nights, like after Letterman. You know what I mean? Like it was like yeah. it was just this, this crazy thing. But it was because. He was leading with ministry instead of marketing. And this is where we all miss it, right? You you look back, you look at uh, the book of Acts is the exact same way. That's how the church uh, grew, right? They didn't go out there like inviting people to church. They went out there doing yeah. ministry, right? Yeah. Jesus walked around doing ministry, doing uh, miracles. And so the bottom line is basically like this, like what, we, what most people do is we invite people to church so that we can do ministry, right? Mm-hmm. So, hey, if we can get them in the door... Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. That's we can get them saved, get them baptized, get them plugged in. What we need to do, instead of inviting people to church so we can do ministry, we just need to flip it and we right. need to do ministry first, right? And then we can invite people to church and that changes everything. Oh, good. And so we've been help. Uh, that's yeah. what I've been, I've kind of dedicated my life to for the last several years. Uh, we have some ministry first uh, marketing that we kind of help people do where it's like, hey, you're just going to do prayer requests all throughout your your yeah. city. But we're going to use Facebook ads and chatbots to facilitate that. Yeah. And so I mean, we had a church of 15 that grew to 50 in two months. Wow. We had a church of 60 that grew to 110 in three months. We had a church plant that was stuck at 130. Yeah. They went from 130 to 200 in three months over and the And they summer. can learn this for $97 a month? Uh, yeah. So this is all, all stuff we have in the GROW program. It's $397 a month. $397 a month. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that's crazy. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, yeah. Wow, and then wow, a lot wow. of the the basics, like if you're just getting started, and you just need to know how to run a Facebook ad, or you know what to put on your church website and everything. That we have that in the uh, in in CMU. We call it CMU Pro, which is uh, ninety seven. Yeah. That's so cool. All right, I have so many more questions. I could have you on like multiple multiple episodes. <laughs> um, 
Well, how can people find you? Where where can people go to uh, yeah. learn about church, church Marketing University and all your programs? Yeah, so um, man, the, the the best place to connect with me is probably on YouTube. Like literally just yeah. type in my name, Chris Abbott, A-B-B-O-T-T. Uh, I got a bunch of videos out there. It's all free. So just kind of help you. Um, if you're if you're trying to grow your church, need more Sunday morning visitors, whatever it is, we got plenty of stuff out there. Uh, the second thing, if you want to go a little bit deeper and you're interested in in one of our programs, you can go over to Church Marketing University and check that out. Uh, like I said, like if if finances are a problem, um, that ninety seven dollar a month uh, CMU Pro like program, you can get a scholarship right uh, as low as twenty seven bucks a month. Uh, we just want to help as many people as, as possible, and so awesome. um, yeah, you can you can do that. And then we've got oh, yeah. the Grow program, which right now it, it's crazy, bro. It's it the program's just exploding loaded dude like it's mm. it's not so right now we're maxed out we're at capacity uh but we're going to open up the um uh the program here in a couple of months so uh but if, if you're interested in grow you can read about it on the website and you can sign up for the wait list and then we'll let you know when we open up a couple so more spots cool. man thank you so much for what you do for the kingdom and I, I love it that you you were obedient and you could still be pastoring a youth the youth ministry and probably doing well and growing it but you probably haven't entered You'd have a, your conscience be telling you, "Hey, you should have stepped out years ago, and you know you're supposed to be doing more." And but you decided to follow God's voice and do it. And look what, look at the people that you are serving because of you know you stepped out and you stepped out and you you've been able to bless those people. So thank you, man. Thank you, bro. Pre- appreciate you having me on the show, man. This is this is awesome. Do it again anytime you have an update, a new anything you want to share about. I mean, we could totally just geek out and talk about the Bible sometime too. So hundred percent, bro. I love, love you back on. Appreciate it, man. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate you, bro. Bye-bye, everyone. See you next week.